0: Podcast friends, my name is David Lee, and you're listening to the Inspire Design Create Podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories, and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking, and starting your own business together. Let's go. All righty. <clears throat> Mike check, mic check, mic check. All righty, what is going on, friends? Today, we are back. Brand new podcast episode. Today we're talking kind of like a horror story episode. Again, not not keeping it long, kind of keeping it it short as best I can, Uh, but what happens when a client doesn't pay? Um, Whether they pay you uh, a certain percentage, uh, maybe it's half, maybe it's 10%, uh, or do they not pay you at all, right? And uh, I have had uh, both those experiences where a client has paid only half, and then experiences where a client hasn't paid anything right and so maybe i'll just give you those two examples so one of them was back in 2018 uh, it was for a, a nonprofit. And and uh, during the the pre-production meetings and sort of like the pitch meetings uh, originally they had said uh, that their total budget for production was twenty thousand dollars if i'm not mistaken right and so pretty large for for a nonprofit, uh, but because they were doing fundraising and stuff like that for a little a little over like six months I would say. Between like six and eight months, they were doing a lot of fundraising, right? And unfortunately towards the end of of the project, um they informed me that they that they couldn't hit their goal or that they weren't projecting to hit their goal of, of twenty thousand, right? And, and so what, what happened was, you know, originally we were, we were supposed to go to, um, I was supposed to have a crew, about a four man crew going to New York. And that ended up being just a two man crew because you know, that $20,000, uh, dollar budget ended up becoming like a $10,000 budget. Right. And then that $10,000 budget ended up becoming like a $7,000 budget. It's like, geez. All right. So immediately that kind of was like a red flag. It's like, Hmm, things, things aren't going too well. But what I did at least was I, I made sure that, hey, um, you know, since this is happening, I need to get a deposit for something. Right. So um, so I was able to pay uh, myself and also my camera operator um, for for that, for those shoots in, in New York. And that's all that happened. Right. I was supposed to do the post-production and um, unfortunately they ran out of money. So uh, they had I think just a friend help helping them out at the end uh, that did it for free. Um, but I mean, that was like. You know that was time away from other projects that I could have been doing. Right now, needless to say, I I did at least get paid, um, for for the day rates, right? But I had already factored in. Okay, I'm also going to receiving be receiving income from doing the post production, and and unfortunately that that didn't happen, right? And so what do you do? I had a contract written out, um, that that clearly stated, you know, by this time, uh, money full money would be received, full payment would be received by this date. Um, this is also, this is also the date for the deposit, which you did get. And, uh, I mean, what are you going to do, right? You, you can try to go to like small claims court for stuff like that. In my just talking to other people who have, who have done that in the past, it's not really worth it because you have to factor in like court fees and lawyer fees and, uh, paperwork processing fees. It's, it's just, it's not really worth it, you know, and, and previously on, on uh, different, podcast episode, I've always said, um, or I've recommended, you know, write a contract, right? Especially if you're the one that's kind of doing everything. <clears throat> if you're working as like a producer for for a project, um, you know, have a contract. So that way it, it ensures that people are are accountable and people are, are legally bind to pay. And unfortunately, some people just don't live up to their end of the bargain, right? Or to live up to their end of the actual contract. And it just wasn't worth it for me to to take this person a small claim score for like a nonprofit. It's like that's kind of fucked up. It's also fucked up that they didn't pay, but you know, uh that that's just one example, right? Uh again, second example was sometimes if you're working with a producer, um uh, this is also like like a low budget um kind of like like a low budget uh table top slash um food uh food commercial, right? For for a local company. And again, sometimes with with producers like you you like them, but they may not be the best producer when it comes to actually like getting things done, right? So we show up. It was like a twenty four hour notice, and I said, you know what, I, I I know the producer. I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, it's not a big deal. We're only there for like two hours or something like that, two three hours. Uh, it was just me though, so I was setting up everything and I had to bring everything. Um and like lights, audio, camera, that kind of stuff, right? Slider and and that sort of thing. And uh so we shoot it and and we get into post production. I was in the post production. Um we had hired someone to do the post production for us and it's like a month later or I guess timing wise too kind of sucked because filmed this little segment in like I think two weeks or three weeks right before um March nineteenth, which is which in california was when lockdown happened right you know so we go into post-production right and we send the client a draft and uh, and they like it you know um but unfortunately that client uh never paid us you know it was like a month and then two months and three months and four months and five months and the the sucky part is like looking at their instagram they were they were posting content it's like okay if you're posting content and you're making sales like you know where 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 is the production money um, and unfortunately our, our producer didn't follow up on, on, on his end to get us paid. Right. So it's sort of one of those things where, where you live, you learn. And unfortunately, you know, like I haven't worked with that producer since. And it's just one of those things where, you know, kind of like you burn me once. That's all I need to know. You, know, you burn me twice. Is what is it? What does that saying? Like, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice, shame on you or, or something like that. Right. Or maybe it's shame on me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we, we didn't get paid for any, anything for that. Uh, it felt bad for the editor cause it was, it was like the second time we worked with him and that immediately was sort of like left a, a bad taste in his mouth, uh, which really sucks. Uh, the guy, the guy that does really good work too. So, um, yeah, like what do you do when clients, uh, don't pay, you know, like do you hassle them? Do you, do you haggle them until they finally do pay? Um, you can do that. And I think people have done that and and to work, you know, where they just, they just get tired of of getting emails and phone calls. And it's like, okay, you know, I'm just going to pay this person. Right. And, um, other people have tried to go to court, um, that, that works. Sometimes it doesn't work. It kind of, it kind of just depends, you know? Um, but I feel like at the end of the day, all you can really do is, you know, just have a contract, make sure that, that, that it gets signed. So that way, if anything comes back to you, you can say, Hey, like you actually, you owe us money because per this contract, you haven't paid. Um, this date has already expired and we still haven't been paid. There has been no invoice. There has been no uh, signed check, nothing. Right. Um, so at least that in that regard, you're covered. Had you not have a contract, then the client really has no obligation to pay, right? Because there's like, there's no, there's no legal binding document that says, hey, on this day, I need to pay you X amount, right? Um, and, and I guess if anything, like moving forward, it's just a good lesson where sometimes you kind of have to get burnt in order to not make the same mistake um, in the future for a larger sum amount, right? And so that instance where, where um, you know, coming short on that you know, $20,000 um, budget reduces like $10,000, reduced to $7,000, but reduced to $7,000. I made sure that in the future, I would never make that mistake again, you know, like do your research, uh, whether it's a nonprofit or, or, or a legitimate business, right? Like do your research and make sure the company can actually pay you, right? And if anything, at least get a deposit. I think I probably would have felt even worse had I not gotten a deposit, because then I would have just done all that work for, for really for free, right? Uh, but at least I got a deposit, so it, it didn't hurt me too much financially. Um, but you know, for for you, it may be a different a different situation where you know not getting paid at all for a seven thousand dollar project or a ten thousand dollar project could hurt a lot. You know, that could be like th- a two three two months worth of worth of income for you or something like that. Um, and yeah, and so that is that is a horror story uh, coming from me. There have been other horror stories, not too bad, um, but those are the two that stand out to me the most, and I wanted to share them with you to be able to provide you guys with um, some insight as far as like, hey, if this, you know, if you kind of get those red flag warnings, it, it's usually best to to listen to them, you know, listen to them very carefully because you might get bit really hard if you don't listen to it, right? And that's time wasted. Um, that's time uh, that you could have been using used for something else you know and and again our time is is valuable as owner operators as cinematographers as freelancers your time is valuable you know don't shortchange yourself just because someone says um, you know I know someone can, that can do it cheaper or oh we ran out of money or whatever it is you know what I'm saying like like yeah shit happens life happens um, but you know if you're if you're if you're just gonna be like like an ass about it, or if you're just gonna be like you know a slapstick about it, who's gonna want to work with you? You know, I'm not gonna work. I'm not gonna want to work with you in the future. Yeah, my colleagues in the in the future aren't gonna want to work with you because they're gonna you know take the experience. and like wow, I'm not gonna work with that person like ever. And I guess I guess that is it. So again, really short, simple episode uh, that I want to share with you guys, and hopefully there won't be any more horror stories. I haven't had a really bad horror story in a while. Um, Which is good that means that things are progressing but you know say that now and a year from now I'll have like a horrible experience. So you never know anything anything new Uh, I don't think so. I am putting out more YouTube content again I really want to get out as much as I can before the end of the year Um, rented an FX3 for a simple corporate shoot I have next week and um, Getting some advice from 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 friends and colleagues on on how I can match it because right now it just doesn't match well, with the FX sign out the gate, like I actually have to do work to to match him, so uh, that's kind of a bummer. Um, that is it. Oh, uh, my short film Heart. Uh, we, I got nominated. I get nominated, didn't win. Nominated for best cinematography at the Con World Film Festival. It's still going on, uh, so there's a chance I could win. And at least we got a finalist um, in the short film category uh, at Cons, uh, not the big Con, but uh, the Con World Film World Film Festival. Uh, the park. I won uh, best indie short film at uh, the Las Vegas Independent Film Festival, so that was really cool. And I have it in other film festivals, so hopefully, you can get more looks, uh, some more nominations for the park. Because I really, I really like that short film a lot. I like the story a lot. And uh, I guess that's it. If you guys have anything that you want to ask me, <clears throat> you know, just send me a DM on Instagram. A lot of people have been just DM me on Instagram, ask me random questions from you know business advice. To, camera to lighting or whatever it is so you know you got a question just shoot me in dm i'd love it to be able to help you out and, and answer answer anything that i can for you and and that's it we just keep the ball rolling you know it was actually kind of funny so so the crew i sent them the um the little screenshot of of winning um best indie short film right for the park and uh and my first AC is like nice you know like like what's next man and and my response was well back to filming yogurt commercials because that's the life of a cinematographer Alrighty, friends, that is it for me. If you like this episode, please uh, rate it on iTunes. I'd appreciate it. Uh, subscribe to the podcast and share the podcast with all your friends. Let them know that this podcast is around for freelance filmmakers and owner operators um, to get some laughs, to to get some insight, to get some knowledge, and and hopefully to learn from all my mistakes. Right and um, yeah i hope you guys have an amazing day an amazing weekend uh cinegear is also uh, this weekend so maybe um some some of you guys will be there and uh that being said i will see you guys in the next podcast episode ciao